K ESPN 93.5 Tuscola Champaign-Urbana, your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. Tropical storm Elsa's raining down on the northeast. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's running water in New York City. Streets and some subway stations flooded after heavy rain. Wreaking havoc across the I-95 corridor. We had uh, reports of tornadoes earlier on in New Jersey. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean. The storm is not done yet. 50 mile per hour sustained winds kind of uh, becoming almost like a nor'easter up to Boston and even Maine. The number of bodies found in the condo tower rubble in Florida is up to 64. Another 76 people still missing. The priority here now is no longer digging for survivors, but finding the remains of those who perished for the families to have closure that they want and also for them to arrange for proper funerals. Fox's Phil Keating in Surfside. President Biden has moved up the date to complete the U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan to August 31st, saying he believes in Afghan forces. But the Taliban's been taking over more areas, worrying Republicans. Congressman Steve Scalise tells the Fox News Rundown podcast. That should be a main concern, that we don't lose the gains we made uh, and that we don't allow this to become another terrorist haven. Prominent conservatives will have a lot to say this weekend at a second CPAC this year in Dallas, where Fox's Evan Brown is live. Yeah, Dave, one of those prominent people is former President Donald Trump. He speaks on Sunday and is expected to address the overall theme here of America uncancelled, specifically about the class action lawsuit he's bringing against Facebook and Twitter. CPAC organizer Matt Schlapp is a party to that lawsuit and says social media companies actively work to elect Democrats. They've been colluding with them to cancel conservatives and to shut down Republicans and to help Democrats win office. They can no longer claim to be private. They are pseudo-government entities. Now, the topic is expected to be the focus of both headline speakers and workshop sessions, Dave. America's listening to Fox News. These are tough times, but it's even worse if you're stuck paying endless fees for a timeshare you were misled into buying. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, and now, more than ever, taking care of our physical and financial health has never been more important. If you were told that timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, you need my help. In 2020, a lot of things have changed. One thing hasn't, our commitment to helping good folks just like you cancel your timeshare permanently. We've helped over 13,000 families completely eliminate their timeshare debt, saving them an average of $65,000 in lifetime timeshare payments. So call my office today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, We'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free information kit. 800-885-3300. That's 800-885-3300. 800-885-3300. Pfizer thinks we should get a third dose of its COVID vaccine, working on a booster to give within 12 months, but the FDA and CDC aren't ready for that, saying that would only be needed if science determines that later. A third of American adults still have not gotten a COVID vaccine shot. The weekly COVID caseload is up 11% over the last week, and 93% of those new cases are happening in counties with low vaccination rates. These counties are where more than 9 million Americans live and work and are the locations in the country where we are seeing the increased hospitalizations and deaths among unvaccinated individuals. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says nearly all COVID deaths in the U.S. are among unvaccinated people. 
The federal response is now focusing efforts in areas with lower vaccination rates and emerging outbreaks. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A rebound is brewing on Wall Street. Futures are rising the day after a sell-off. There is a new spelling, C-H-A-M-P. The winner of this year's Scripps National Spelling Bee captured the illustrious title with the word Muria. A genus of tropical trees. M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. That is correct. The competition on ESPN as 14-year-old Zaila Avant-Garde from New Orleans, Louisiana, becomes the first African-American champion. COVID forced the cancellation of last year's spelling bee, but this year's 11 finalists got to compete in person. And Zaila got to celebrate her victory on stage for the world to see. Carmen Roberts. Fox News. The Phoenix Suns are closer to the NBA championship, beating Milwaukee again in the finals, 118-108. Now up two games to none. Game three, Sunday night. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. All right, here is your ESPN 93.5 three-day weather from the National Weather Service. Up to 77 today, 65 our low tonight. Showers coming in this evening. Could see a half inch of rain and then a rainy weekend ahead with a high 76, low 66. Scattered showers and thunderstorms continue. Right now, the temperature's at 65 on ESPN 93.5. About 9.30 yesterday morning, it came down that the chief of police for Champaign, Anthony Cobb, was resigning and taking another job. He has joined us in our studio chief Cobb, how are you i am wonderful thanks for having me hey, thanks for coming in no my pleasure thanks for the invite. nine years as chief of police for champaign you spent what 19 in urbana that is correct doing all kinds of things yeah i moved through the ranks at urbana i got through a little bit of everything uh, so i'm proud i've been able to work in all four divisions over there okay so um initially <laughs> why what was your why well, my why was this great opportunity. Uh, this is something I've said before has been in the works for a little bit, and it gives me opportunity to still stay in law enforcement and be supportive, um, but do some of the things that are in my strength, things that I like, opposed to deal with everything. Well, what will your title be? At, is it in Springfield? Uh, the position is in yeah. Springfield. With the are you old, moving? I'm not moving. Living here. I'll okay. be commuting. Um, well, that's a limousine picks you up what time? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. But if you can arrange that, I'll take it. Yeah. So you'll be going back and forth. Yeah, I'll be going back okay. and forth when I have to go, and I'll be in other parts of the states, but I'll be one of the deputy directors uh, within the Illinois Law Enforcement Training Division. Okay, so you're going to help officers train. Yeah, I'll be working with training, possibly even doing some of the general operational stuff at the uh, training board. Uh, so it's a huge opportunity. It's an opportunity to serve still and support departments and support depart, uh, police officers across the state. Okay, so um, I have four children. Mm -hmm. I would tell all of them not to be in law enforcement, so talk me out of that. I mean, right. why would anybody <laughs> in this environment of lies and hate toward officers, mm -hmm. why would I possibly want to do this work? Recognize law enforcement uh, employees are special people, always have been. And we are individuals that want to serve, and we have a strong civic uh, conviction. Um, remember, we are the ones that run towards gunfire opposed away from it, and a lot of people say we're crazy for that to begin with. Um, but it's in our DNA. So we want those individuals not to fight that calling. Um, those are the individuals we want to come into the profession. It is challenging, and the pendulum is always swinging when it comes to the scales of justice. And right now, it's at the probably farthest extreme I've ever seen in my career. Um, but at some point, it'll right size, uh, right size itself back if you look through history. Chief Anthony Cobb, uh, I, w w a lot of the stuff is just a lie. It's not true. 
What's being said about law mm-hmm. enforcement isn't right. It's, it's, it's not an opinion. It's a lie. You guys don't wake up saying, I'm going to go get me a Hispanic guy today. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, I don't know any officer that wakes up and says, I'm going to go out and cause harm. I'm going to do bad things. Uh, officers get into it and they uh, into the profession because they want to serve. They want to help people. And some of the frustration I see from my officers from time to time is that they want to do more, but we're not allowed to yeah. do more. And that's part of the problem. Uh, recognize because of the great country in which we live in people have rights and people have rights to make bad decisions and when they choose to make bad decisions and do things that we want them to do differently uh, that is their right to do so there may be consequences for their bad decision but they have the right to make those decisions and we can't do anything until they make those bad decisions what's happened to Champaign-Urbana there's too many gunfire there's too much gunplay what what has happened how has this evolution happened you know uh that's a great question it's a uh, evolution that everyone is dealing with across the country uh, we continue to see gunfire escalate in our community access to guns continue to be uh, a huge issue huge problem we've looked at uh, straw purchases we've looked at is anything nefarious or illegal happening around gun sales in our community we have not found anything to that effect but guns are still uh, going back and forth uh, if you look at the national numbers you see the number of guns been purchased by lawful people yeah. have always increased and continue to increase. Uh, that feeds into it. I would ask anyone who's a gun owner to be a responsible gun owner, lock your guns up. Okay. We get guns stolen from uh, unlocked cars on a regular basis. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that the owner is intending to have their gun stolen, but I like, say, hey, this is America. I don't want to lock my car. I don't feel I have to. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't have to, but sometimes people take advantage of it and then they take a gun that can be used for bad uh, intentions because uh, they couldn't buy it legally. So all the shootings we're hearing about, would you say 90% are with guns that are not legal? I would venture to say that. I mean, we really don't know the full story until we actually catch the person. Yeah. But a lot of the people that we're dealing with around gun crime are individuals who should not have lawfully had a gun to begin with. They got with. it somehow. They got it somehow. Okay. They're already, by statute, should not have it because of their criminal history, because of other factors, don't have the right credentials to have it, but they should have not had the gun to begin with. Well, why won't the community... I mean, you're an African-American leader in our town. Why won't they talk to us? Why won't they tell us? Why are they afraid? I mean, can't we protect it? How does that work? Well, recognize I'm still the police. And in the African-American community, there always has been a stigma and fear with talking with police. Uh, and even though I'm from this community and I was born and raised here, I'm still the police. And so that's not going to change to some degree. But also recognize there is fear there. Uh, if people talk to the police, um, we're in their communities for whatever that shift may be, and then someone else is going to come into that community and, and be my police officer. We're always going to have someone there, but that person may not know me. I may not have a relationship. So there's some fear there as well, because uh, if I tell I got to live in that community uh, 24-7, 365, and somebody right. finds out, recognizing you. America, you got a right to face your accuser. You got a right to see the evidence. You got a right to see a lot of things and information. And because that's in our criminal justice system, they'll know I eventually told. And once somebody knows, them or their friends may come back to me. So that's part of the fear. That's part of the issue um, because of the way our system is set up. What about- I, I feel like with the 373 tips, though, mm-hmm. people can remain anonymous and give out information of something they saw. Is that working? That is a great program. It is working. We just need more people to continue to use it. Some people are suspect about it, but trust me, there's been a lot of steps put in with Crime Stoppers to make sure we don't know the identity. Uh, the information is actually sent out of the country and scrubbed before it comes back into the country to try to not try to make it successful so that we are un- unaware who's making those 
information to us. And if there's a payout, it's done in a way so that the street, you don't even have to see yourself. There's codes. There's other things that they do so that you're safe if you make that call. And they have the ability so you can text and send photographs. And photographs, pictures are worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Give us a picture. Please give us a picture. That can help us so much more. Uh, be nice if it's a crystal clear uh, 1080 picture, sure, that'd be right, wonderful. Right. But like, so yeah, but we'll take whatever we can get. Chief Anthony Cobb, who said yesterday that he's stepping down as of August 6, take a job in Springfield. Uh, Champaign Police Chief Anthony Cobb, you're welcome to Texas 217-359-2255. If you have a question or comment you want me to give to Anthony Cobb, that's great. We appreciate that. Uh, actually, there is a comment about we cannot arrest ourselves out of this problem was a comment that was made. Uh, you want to define that, Anthony? Yeah, I can speak to that. Huh? Basically, we've always said we can't arrest away our problem because uh, recognize when you arrest someone, they'll go away. They're not going away forever. Very seldom does that happen. They're going to come back into our community, uh, and they're going to be here. And so the question is, how do we deal with it? A lot of times we've been arresting people for generations. We've been building jails after jail. Uh, if you look back to the 70s and 80s and 90s, and arresting our way out have not solved our problems. Our problems continue to get worse. How do we build up people? How do we get people to become worthwhile citizens who want to make a contribution that's going to benefit the entire community opposed to us trying to incarcerate our way out of it? Uh, so that's what that means when we say we're not trying to arrest our way out of a situation. We want to try to solve and get some root cause sol- uh, solving problems and building families. Uh, that's part of it. Don't get me wrong. When people make bad choices, uh, there are consequences for your choices. And we're going to have to take some people to jail. And we have taken some people to jail. Um well, and, and I think people need to understand police can do so much. Yes. You, you guys arrest the same 11 guys yes. over and over. you got prosecutors. you got Julia Reitz. you got judges. Yep. I mean, you guys do what you're supposed to. You enforce the law. Yep. But then at some point, you got to go get them again. You're, I mean, I, I, I remember vividly 30 years ago, I was broadcasting from the Champaign Police Station. Mm-hmm. And it was the frustration of yep. the same people. It is. If you look at our gun violence and look at some of the uh, bad actors and players we've been dealing with since 2013, 14, 15. 15, 16, 17, count the number of times some of these individuals have been arrested. Count the number of times they've been to jail. And count the number of times they've been back, came back to our community, and we have to continue to deal with them. Uh, that You see that hamster wheel. It's, my apologies. No worries. That just shows you're busy and important. Anthony. <laughs> there you go. Right? And that was his wife calling, by the way, just to make it sound like, he, <laughs> like I'm important. Exactly. No, no, you are. All right, continue your thought. Yeah, but with that said, I mean, if you look at you can see that hamster wheel that we're constantly on, and it's just not going to solve our but, problem. But how do you police today, Anthony, if you've got... Uh, a, a guy with a camera, mm-hmm. and you go up to an African-American and, and the officer happens to be white, mm-hmm. how do you win that? Because the, 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 the person is Hispanic or whatever it is, mm-hmm. if they do something wrong, then there's consequences. No, you grabbed my shoulder, you, you committed violence, and you did it because I was black. How do you win that argument? Mm-hmm. Recognize arguments can come. The camera is probably the officer's best friend. I love it. And officers love it as well. And you've we, done huge things with that. You Chief got Cobb. that too. Chief Cobb got the cameras. Thank you. Yeah. Because I think that's insurance for you. Yes. To show just how good your behavior is. And that's what we kept telling our officer. 99.9% of the time is going to yeah. catch you doing something right. You're doing the right things for the right reason. Let the world see it. Be proud of what you're doing. And stand up and do your job. We need our people to go out and be the ultimate professionals that they are. And they'll go out, and even though people are throwing darts at them and saying bad things to them, they're being professional. They're being calm. They're trying to assist when uh, people are having their worst day. Recognize people don't call 911 because they're having a good time. They call 911 because there's a crisis in their life. Yeah. And because of that crisis, they want someone to come in. 
stabilize it. And that's what our officers do on a daily basis. They go into chaotic but, but, situations. But sometimes it's violent. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to jump in there and use your body, yes. and yet that's uh, excessive force. I mean, there's it's it's a, it's a never-ending, how do you possibly police if you don't allow them to police? Yeah, you, we got to allow them to do their job of recognize um, police work has always been a contact sport and it will always continue to be a contact sport. Uh, we're going to use our words the best we possibly can, but there is a saying where we use verbal judo. Sometimes words fail. Sometimes we have to take action. Sometimes you have to do things. And the law is still pretty clear when it says, what would a reasonable officer do? And that's the way we try to lens, we try to look at it. And I can think of a situation here recently where an officer had to deal with a person who was armed with a weapon, um, brandishing all over the place, and pointing at it. And the officer did everything he could to stay back and, and not make contact with that person trying to de-escalate. But when that weapon went down, the officer had an opportunity to step in in that situation. I mean, he, he, he tackled this guy. And when he tackled this guy, uh, the guy got injured because he had some medical conditions the officers wasn't aware of. But the officer had to do what he needed to yeah. do in order to keep our community safe because this person was in a major part of town raving a weapon where there's a lot of people around and we needed to take him in custody uh, and I told the officer outstanding work great job you protected our community we need to I'm sorry uh, this person had medical condition I'm sorry uh, that you tackling may have caused some injuries for this person but you were faced with these situations based on the situation you did your job and did it Perfectly. Thank you. Mm. Mental health is certainly a big issue in our community, and it's just something that's really come to light to me during the pandemic. Uh, Speak to that and what kind of things officers have to deal with these days. Recognize officers are human. Uh, we have life that happens to us just like it happens to anyone else. And employee wellness is a huge, huge, huge concern for us um, because our officers are dealing with the stressors. Uh, with our most recent incident with our fallen officer, that being uh, the hero, Chris Oberheim, uh, that has weighed on our staff and still is. It's weighing on our uh, employees' families are mm-hmm. thinking about it. Uh, I've heard of occasions where there are spouses out there listening to our calls on scanner lens concerned about, hey, my husband's going to a domestic Mm -hmm. call could that be the outcome Mm -hmm. for them and that's an added stressor that comes into the job for some of our employees now because their spouse just like my wife called me on my phone here they're calling their spouse and say hey i heard your badge number you're going such that you okay or call them reading immediately after those are added stressors that come into the job uh when people just become more aware of what's going on and what our people are going up and dealing with now you've been in law enforcement a long time anthony cobb Uh, may 19 had to be the worst day because it's never nothing like that's ever ever happened uh, three times in our history of Champaign Police. Uh, walk me through that day. Uh, that was a rough day. Um, normally, I get calls all the time in the middle of the night, and it's not a big deal. I didn't answer. My wife never knows. Yeah. Um, on this night, um, when I got the call, and they said it, I shot straight up in bed, and the word that came out of my mouth was very explicit. And when I used a four-letter word, screaming, yelling, I startled my wife. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped to the feet, and I'm like, say that again. And once they said what had transpired, and I had two officers that were injured, I immediately jumped in my clothes and screamed to the hospital uh, where I was able to see Officer Creel face-to-face. Um, and I had a conversation with him. Um, and after knowing he was okay, I went to go check on Chris. And knowing that they had already rotated the first trauma team out, and the second trauma team was still working on him. All I can do is look from the window outside. And then I had to leave the hospital to start dealing with mm. the after effect uh, 
en route, I'm calling multiple people as far as my staff, making sure we're all spinning up and getting in yeah. to support the officers that are there. But that was a very stressful day. And it showed all the video to, to, to show everything was done impeccably. Hey, how you doing, Champaign Police? And then seven seconds later. And, and that's what you deal with every day. That's what these officers, the brave heroes that are in uniform, that get disrespected every single day, went to save somebody else who made the call about something bad going on. You walk into the danger, you do that. How Jeff Krill shot somebody with three bullets in him yes. is stunning to me. Yes. And, and I don't think we understand how human you are, how human everybody is, how difficult it is to, to face what we face. And yet how frustrating it is to have people say things that simply are not true about the work you do. And that's what's obviously a thousand times more difficult for you than for me. But we're out here trying to illuminate the fact that what you do is honorable, yes. what you do is critical. And without you, Anthony, we don't have a civilization. We have people guarding their own backyards. Yeah. We don't want that. No, we don't. We yeah. want law and order. Yes, everyone wants it and deserve it, and we have great men and women who truly want to be uh, to serve and provide that to our citizens. Um, but we need our citizens to allow us. We need our citizens to work with us and support us. We, as a community, got to say we are not going to tolerate the violence, the unlawfulness um, that we're seeing. We, as a society, have to decide we're not going to deal with the disrespect. We're going to be civil, but we have to be good examples of that as well. And that's where the officer started. Yeah. We try to model that good behavior. Even though people are being derogatory towards us, we try to be that professional. We always want to be that professional in that equation and hoping that we can guide them to doing it the right way. Unfortunately, people are not following our direction yeah. or our leadership when we're trying to model that behavior for them. Let's pretend Stevie J's king for the day. And I go to Anthony Cobb and I say, Anthony, tell me what you need mm -hmm. to, to get the streets back, to feel like you really got control of it. It's a it's an open check. It's an open blank. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you need, and I'll give it to you. What would you say? I need bodies. I need officers. How I need people. How many more bodies? How many bodies do we? How many police officers do we have in Champaign? We're authorized strength is 125 officers. 125, and that doesn't sound like enough for 85,000 people. It doesn't sound like 120 is enough. Recognize we are understaffed by um, any standards you will look at to some degree. Uh, some people say our 125 is too much. What? I say it's not, okay. it's not enough. Right, you're the chief of police. Mm -hmm. You know the number. So 125, would you need 175? I guess I need a preference to call, say, we haven't necessarily had our conversation locally about what reform is going to look like. If we're going to reduce the amount of work that the officers have to do for some of the call loads, uh, the non-service or the service-oriented call and shift it somewhere else, then our numbers won't be as much. But if we're going to keep our current workload and continue to do things that are people dial 9114 or call up dispatch for, uh, we're probably going to need uh, 160, 175. I would advocate we will probably need to be up there. When we did our manpower study for our city council um, a few years ago, uh, we showed them that we're about 14 officers short at of where least, we thought we should be at. at least. Uh, and that was, like I said, four, uh, I think it was 16, 2016, when we did that presentation. Uh, and so that was 100, we had 125 then. So yeah. If we had, how many people do we have in the neighborhoods, in, in the areas of higher crime? Do we have two, four, six regularly there? What's the number? Lately, we've always been at minimal manning here lately because of staffing. And most time we have to do um, callback. 
uh, call officers back on their off duty oh. time to meet minimal staffing. Hmm. Minimal maybe, st- maybe what if we put 25 people in, in the hard areas? So 50 people. I mm-hmm. mean, if you have more presence, you have more eye contact, you have mm-hmm. more relationships, yep. you have more trust. Doesn't that make sense? It does make sense. It's, it's, uh, the devil's always in the detail. Yep. What are they doing? If we had 25 more people, uh, and if I was here as chief, and we had them in every beat this now, uh Half of them will probably be doing nothing but engagement. Walk around, knock yeah. on doors, be in the parks, talking with kids. We would be taking our problems, talking with residents, and figure out what can we do to build the quality of life there. Dealing with the little stuff, trying to avoid yeah. the big stuff. Uh, I do think that makes a big difference. Our, when we started engagement in 2019, our employees loved it. Uh, initially, when we started talking about looking at most employees, eh, I don't know how this is going to be like. But we said we wanted you out there loving on our citizens and interacting with them in a mm-hmm. non-enforcement standpoint. And when they started doing that, uh, we ran into some manpower crunches. And we said, hey, we might need to scale back and stop doing engagement because we need people to be able to go handle these calls. And officers say, take something else away from us. Don't take the engagement because no. they enjoyed it. That's what they got into the business for, to be able to educate, to be able to spend time with citizens and spend time with all citizens to get to know them and provide better service. Well, it's the same with our resource officers Mm -hmm. in the schools. I mean, that contact with those students and that influence that they have for years to come is so critical. And that's, you know, one of the things that looks like it's good to be a budget cut. No, yeah, I agree with you. That's going to be an issue that we're going to have to try to work through because of staffing issue. Um, when we were in a, before we started, uh, Stevie here was talking about uh, Maris Whitehart. Recognize Maris Whitehart uh, was a juvenile officer for most of his career, detective. That's where I knew him from. Mm-hmm. That's when I was a student at Centennial High School. All of us knew him. We all wanted to be around him. He was a role model for all of us and had a generation of people that he touched. And he was a three-term mayor after serving an outstanding career with the Champaign Police Department. Those are type of relationships that our SROs are building with students. Uh, they are making friends across the board, and students appreciate that. The data has shown that. Well, how do we get more of a diverse pool of folks interested in law enforcement? Got to change the rhetoric. We got to change perspective. As a black man, even growing up in this community, I was not talk, taught to like the police by my family, and that's based on their history, based on what they know. My grandfather, he was born in 1919 in Mississippi, uh, Claiborne County. That's what he knew. All he mm-hmm. could think was mm-hmm. bad things about mm-hmm. police. That's what he was taught, and that's what he taught his kids because that's what he knew. Mm-hmm. I had to learn for myself that, hey, police are different, and what my grandfather told me, even though he loves me, and I know he loved me immensely, but he gave me some bad information. But your grandfather was a good man. Great man. Worked hard, had integrity, yes. did all the right things, was 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 a, a victim of racism. Yes. There's no doubt about it. Yes. Today, I feel, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's as much validity to the, to the accusations toward police officers. Mm-hmm. Now, understanding no, the, the department's never going to be absolutely 100%. You can't be You're right but you guys aren't it, the, the tone of it all has changed mm-hmm. over the last hundred years mm-hmm. we are we are really people that go for content of your character yes racism is ugly it's ignorant and we all are against that yes but today to accuse an officer of stopping a speeder going 75 of the 30 because he was black mm-hmm. you can't see if they're black yeah I, I, what Anthony <laughs> and so well, I'm out here and I have no idea I have nobody in my life in law enforcement but I've been mm-hmm. a massive supporter to illuminate the fact that you're good men and women yes. serving the community I would agree and how do you motivate when everybody dumps buckets of water on the police heads and laughs mm-hmm. or twerks on their uh, squad cars in Chicago mm-hmm. that's horrible 
horrible disrespect. Disrespectful. How do we grab that? Is it possible to grab respect back? And, you know, that's where society has to come in at. That's where uh, people from a morality standpoint are going to have to deal with it because dumping water on our heads, this and that, yes, that's illegal. You shouldn't be doing that. But at the same token, as an officer, all we're trying to do is serve. Should you be standing on our squad cars twerking? We would prefer that you not to. Um, but if you're not damaging our cars, this and that, that's, that's going to be a problem. But that's where society comes in. And we got to say, we're not going to tolerate it. We're not going to allow that. We, we Th- need, that's we need your grandpa taught you right from wrong. Yes. He yes. totally did. And that's what we're lacking that. We, we are. We need more of Anthony Cobbs has set examples to, to say this is right, this is wrong, mm-hmm. and there is a right and wrong. I would agree. There is a right and wrong, but a lot of times right and wrong nowadays have to be taught in school opposed to at home. Yeah. And that's a problem. When you look at some of the mandates that have been put on our school districts and things they have to do, they're practically almost raising some kids. Uh, and that's not fair to that profession. It's not fair to our district. And it's not fair to that young person. Uh, I have met a lot of young person throughout my year, uh, years of doing this job, and I haven't met one yet that didn't, did not want discipline. Did not get, right. I mean, I've had get them upset, upset with me, but if I hold them accountable, I've had them come back later and say thank you. Parents thank- nowadays mm-hmm. just take a pass. Yep. I don't know what we're supposed to do with that. I've always said we've had parents that want to be friends instead of be parents. Mm-hmm. I remember dealing with my kid when he was four years old, and I made him mad because I did something to hold him accountable. And he said, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. And my response to him, you never will be my friend, young man. I'm your daddy. I'm better than any friend you can ever have. Yeah. Has to be a little bit of a relief, mm-hmm. your announcement yesterday, to just say, you know what, I did that, did the best I could do, uh, moving on to something else. But the, the pressure on a chief, on a sheriff, has to be unlike any other time. It is. We are under, everyone in the profession is under magnifying glass, and they just keep intensifying. Um, my wife said when I walked in, I said, should I look different? She said, you look like you don't have as much of a scowl on your face. Um, I don't feel much different, but like I said, there is some relief there. Um, I still um, have a month worth of work to do, and I plan to continue to work with the same vigor as I did as I walked in on day one. Um, but like I said, I'm proud of the men and women in law enforcement in this community, especially at the Champaign Police Department. Uh, we have some outstanding people, uh, and there's outstanding people throughout this community in the profession, and they uh, do a, a heck of a job day in and day out under some very adverse situations. All right. Well, I'll continue to rail on the radio for you <laughs> on your you. behalf, on behalf of police. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm discouraged myself because I don't know what difference I'm making when I see it getting worse. But I just want people to know because police mm-hmm. officers will stand and take it because that's what you do yes we do and then guys like me rail a little bit and get on these rants and 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 just frustration Mm -hmm. about the value of what you do understanding that you know in chicago with all the shootings Mm -hmm. 99.99 have nothing to do with police yes 99.99 is the number yes what in the world it's crazy Uh, i thank you for what you do and i ask that you keep doing it uh officers like to know that there's someone out there champion someone's out there rooting for them and speaking up on them just trying to give the truth. No, but it, we appreciate it. But it's that. a lie. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so frustrating because mm-hmm. when they say that you're out to get people or hunt people, it's not right. Mm-hmm. It is a lie and it hurts us. It hurts our civilization. It hurts our society. Yes. It's wrong. It's wrong and it hurts. And as a public servant, a lot of times we're out there to serve and we don't always necessarily have that voice. We give up that voice when we choose to do our jobs uh, and we just put our head down and keep doing it because uh, that's what we chose to do.
All right, well, Anthony, before I let you go, you got a meeting. What what uh, what do you want people to know about Anthony Cobb? What do you want them to know about your police officers, your, your Champaign Police Department? Uh, I would love for people to know that uh, we have some excellent people at the Champaign Police Department who are committed to serving. Um, they're here to help. They are here to uh, provide quality service to anyone who wants it. Uh, I'm proud of them. Uh, I'm proud of my time here at the Champaign Police Department. Um, there's a lot of things that we accomplished. There's a lot more that we still need to do. We're headed in that direction, and I'm confident the men and women of, of the department uh, will get our community there. They will be there for our community, but we need our community to continue to rally around them. Uh, we thank everyone for the support who has uh, recently been out helping us out, but we ask that everyone else uh, become involved. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Well, we appreciate you coming in. I wish we'd have done this more. You're a pretty good dude. I've never talked to you face-to-face like this, but very, very open, and I appreciate answering all the questions. And we can just continue to, I think we need divine intervention. I think we need prayer in this community. Yes. We need prayer in this society. Yes. We need some, some hope for some folks to, to think that there's more than what they're doing. And uh, we need good good men and women to serve. Like, yes. And I appreciate all you t- all the time you spent in Urbana and Champaign. Thank you. Centennial High School, huh? Yes, sir. You're some sort of rocket uh, superstar athlete, I'm sure. I had my moments there. <laughs> what, what sports did you play? Uh, football was the only sport I played. Was that with Coach uh, Big Beard? Yep, Hembro. Hembro. Yep, Gary Hembro. Was yep. he a tough coach? He was a tough coach. He was a good coach. Yeah, him, his staff uh, was, uh, was wonderful as well. Uh, coach Bryant was the one probably poured the most into me, him and Coach Mason. Uh, I love those what guys. What position do you play? I When I started my freshman year, I actually played running back. I was a fullback. Really? And yeah. And I say, well, I was a big guy. And the reason why they let me play, because you I was play varsity bad. as a freshman. No, I did not. No, yeah, I okay. played okay. freshman, but I, but I started, but I was one of the bigger guys on the team and no, got to play fullback. But by my sophomore year, we had gotten smaller as a team, so they needed me up front, and I became a guard. What? So. So I became a left Tough, guard. strong, moving men around. Yep. That's so, what he did in the trenches. Yep. Were you playing in the 90s, was it? Uh, 80s, actually. 80s. Yep, wow. but I, I was fortunate enough to make varsity my uh, sophomore year. Wow. So I got to play a couple games there. I stood the, uh, on the sidelines most time, but junior and senior, I played uh, both years uh, continuously. So i got to work on that limousine ride for you to Springfield. i got to figure <laughs> that one out because that's a pretty good drive. Hour 20, I think, over there, isn't it? 91 miles. 91 miles. 91 miles. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how fast you drive, turn around, how quickly you get there, but 91 miles. Anthony, thanks for being uh, up front and coming out. We really appreciate it. Not a problem. Uh, and uh, appreciate your time spent here, but thanks for coming and speaking. No, not a problem. My pleasure. Appreciate it, Anthony. Anthony Cobb, Chief of Champaign Police, ESPN 93.5. You have money laying all around your house. You just don't know it. And no, I don't mean selling your great-grandma's good china. I mean all the old metal items you don't want to use or get rid of. Don't pay someone to haul it away. Bring it into Max Twin City Recycling and get paid to have it taken off your hands. They love new customers and are more than willing to walk you through their process step by step. Come check them out at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue in Urbana. Reliable Mechanical has been providing quality service to the Champaign-Urbana community since 1902. That's right. I said 1902. That's before the radio was even invented. And they're still proving today, 120 years later, that a commitment to superior service will always be a timeless and successful business plan. Trust the guys who've been doing this for over a century at 1411 Interstate Drive in Champaign or online at reliable-mechanical.com. 
Chris Foster. President Biden says he's committed to pulling American troops from Afghanistan by August 31st. Some Afghans who've helped those troops as translators are now afraid for their lives. They can apply to come here, but it takes time. The president called on Congress to change the law to streamline the visa system. But in the meantime, we can guarantee their safety if they wish to leave by taking the third countries. President Biden's message to translators. There's a home for you in the United States if you so choose. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. A murder-suicide at the aquarium in downtown Houston. One man shooting another and a woman having dinner than himself. Matt Slinkard with Houston Police. Inside the restaurant on the second floor in the bar area, unfortunately and tragically, we had two individuals deceased and another individual injured. The woman's in stable condition. No word on a motive or how they all may have known each other. America's listening to Fox News. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, publisher of The Federalist, and I'm inviting you to join a new conversation with the smartest thinkers out there about the country and where we're going. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. You can subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, foxnewspodcast.com, or wherever you download your podcast. This new show will feature deep dive interviews with newsmakers and some of your favorite Fox News analysts. I hope you'll join me. Subscribe to the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. I partner with the team whose roots run deep, Busey Ag Services and Farm Brokerage will help you maximize the yield in your investment. The strength of Busey Ag Services and Farm Brokerage is in the numbers. Financial, agricultural needs, they've been doing that for 150 years. 100,000 plus acres under their management. Nine licensed real estate brokers two state certified general real estate real estate appraisers and to help you understand the relationship of your farm to the marketplace Busey's farm brokerage team of licensed brokers are real estate professionals they have consistently sold thousands of acres every year by auction and private treaty with a full range of products and services Busey can meet your unique needs they've got all the people you need they help small farms large commercial farms and of course agribusinesses. If you need help with your ag services, it's Busey. Put your trust in the experienced team at Busey for your ag services, farm management, and agricultural needs. Call 800-67-BUSEY or visit Busey.com to maximize the yield on your investment. Member FDIC. All right, we check your ESPN 93.5 three-day weather now from the National Weather Service. All right, we've got a high of 77 with some cloudy conditions today. Showers by this evening, steady rain overnight, 70% chance a half inch could come our way. And then it's rainy all weekend, high 76, low 66 for Saturday and Sunday. When we don't have those passing showers, we'll have the clouds. We're at 65 now on ESPN 93.5. Well, again, Texas. So what you thought of the Anthony Cobb interview? We spent a long time with Anthony Cobb. We generally don't do more than 10-minute interviews. That was a full 30. Uh, thought he was a good guy. Thought uh, the emotion of Chris Oberheim was real. And he struggled through that area, which um, which is human, which is what every one of us was doing. But as the chief of police and one of your fallen heroes... Um, yeah, only the third time in the history of Champagne Police. Jim and chimed in with an opinion on Facebook saying we must change culture. The value of life and others has been diminished. So that's an interesting yeah, comment. Yeah, and I, I, I think, you know, when we were talking about what he needed, and he said, I need more officers, does it not make logical sense to have more in the communities where there is more violence, to have regular people 
that are there kind of like a resource officer at school. Mm -hmm. Have them in the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Have them bond and forge relationships where they can give the, you know, 373 tips number where people can do anonymous tips to help because without information, I mean, if, if you know anything about the legal process, very difficult to get anything done with bad people who consistently and repeatedly hurt our community. And when I, when I, I remember vividly the broadcast I did, it might have been the 80s or 90s, I don't remember, but I remember the feeling of dismay, the feeling of, this was a little dark, because they had to go get the guy that they got four times before, recapture, uh, re-evidence, re-everything, when they just get released all the time. So maybe our focus needs to be on the prosecutor and the judges. Understanding that, you know, when I told this story before, I'm on jury duty and this guy's selling pot and he's in the passenger seat in Rantoul. And you're not even sure if he's part of the pot sale. This is pot. This is a marijuana joint. And my thought is, why am I here? I'm spending two days on a trial? It was his 10th conviction. 10 times he'd been convicted. And he'd never spent much time in jail. So how much, how much resource? How much energy? How many chances do you get before you say, you can't live in society because you just can't? You're not able to help. You're hurting me. It's just that is jail the answer. What is the answer? Um, what like, is it? What happened to mental institutions where people can get proper medication and they can have that routine and they can have a good night's sleep in a bed? And, um, you know, it sounds we have these bad images of where mental institutions were and shock therapy and all these other drastic things we were learning about in psychology but you know we don't have anything like that i feel like these days well, we, need, we don't we have need, resources we, we, like that but you have people on the streets that think they don't want that right so you got to capture them and essentially jail them because if you're a mental institution you can't get out so it's a whole nother one flew over the cuckoo's nest kind of a thing. Right. And then how do you treat them in there? And who's really able to leave and who's really I know. Britney Spears it's not? It's just that it has to be part of I, the I, I, formula. I think there's a tremendous somewhere. amount of mental, mental illness. illness. Yeah. There, there's no question. Now, it's, it's, there's some mental illness. There's alcoholism and drug addictions. There's um, evil. There are really, really nasty, awful human beings. So then you've got to decipher who goes where. Yeah. Because I, I think we can agree if you have 10 convictions, you probably shouldn't be out. At what point do we say that's enough? You, you can't, you, you, we've given you a lot of chances. Well, he had a bad upbringing. I know. So what am I to do about that? The kid didn't pick his parents. What, what are we supposed to do with, with the habitual per person that has zero in their life to help them? You know, big brothers, big say, yeah, you can do all of those things. But the numbers are growing. There's a lot of despair. The family breakdown continues without the help of mom and dad, mom or dad, aunt and uncle, grandma, grandfather. I don't know how a child knows how to do it if his influencer is the drug addict or the gang leader. That's probably going to just cycle itself, which is what has happened. Mm -hmm. And how to fix it? Well, there's your, there's your challenge.
843 ESPN 93.5. Urbana Park District has great ideas for friends or family to gather at Crystal Lake Park in Urbana. Canoe and kayaks rent for $8 for a half an hour, $10 an hour. Life jackets are provided and required Thursday through Sunday, now through August 8th. Crystal Lake Park in Urbana is open for rentals from noon to 7. Rent canoes, kayaks, paddle boats, and more all at Crystal Lake Park in Urbana. For details, call 217-367-1544 or visit UrbanaParks.org. You belong here. Hi, I'm Habib Habib. We're back with John Maxwell's Live to Lead this year at the iHotel. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy your tickets. Let's get inspired and shake off the cobwebs from our brains after a very tough year. We will be in the new large conference room at the iHotel Friday, October 8th. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy tickets for you and for your whole team. Every attendee will receive a copy of my new book that will be published this year. Buy your tickets and come and get inspired with me. HabibHabib.com sports headlines well we have our st louis cardinals facing the chicago cubs let's get your redbird recap good morning everyone the cardinals are taking on the chicago cubs today on the north side of chicago at wrigley field it's a 120 start for wade leblanc the lefty in his last start went five and two-thirds scoreless innings he allowed only three hits walked three and struck out three on saturday kwan young kim will start his last one was good seven scoreless innings for kk allowing just three hits two walks and striking out two and then sunday at wrigley adam wainwright what a way to finish out before the All-Star break. Wainwright got the win in his last start. He went five innings, gave up three runs, walked four, struck out three, but his previous start eight innings and in what has been a very good first half of the season for Wayno. The Cardinals will try to get some offense going at Wrigley Field. The Cubs have been struggling recently and we'll see if St. Louis can put together some momentum before the break in Denver. I'll be on the air today at 1225 for the Cards and the Cubs. I'm Tom Ackerman on the Cardinals Radio Network. And we had the Cubs with a loss yesterday. Phillies won eight to nothing. Uh, they'll be using Kyle Hendricks on the mound in that Cub card contest. And well, 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 one thing about and you'll hear it on you where you US one of five and you can hear <laughs> yeah Pat about Hughes over there or yes. uh, John Rooney here on ESPN ninety three five. If if Jed Hoyer is right and the Cubs are going to sell, which is kind of what he said. And, and just based on the last two weeks and and how the, he believes their odds are not very good to make the playoffs. Then, then you have to think about protecting the people you want to trade so that nothing happens to them before the end of July. So you might not play them every day because they're healthy. And if they're damaged, you probably can't get anything for them. And if Javi Baez is a free agent after this season, Anthony Rizzo is a free agent, Chris Bryant is a free agent, meaning you're not going to sign them. They're going to get too much money. So trade him now and get something. That is kind of the thinking. Craig Kimbrell, who's pitching great, closing out the Cub wins. Uh, I would think he'd be a hot commodity, too. So Cubs are thinking toward the future, at least at this minute. But what if they sweep the Cardinals this weekend? They sweep Arizona six games coming up. They sweep the Cardinals in St. Louis. Then they've won 12 in a row. Things can turn quickly. You're right. Never know. All interesting. And the Cubs overall is definitely something that's trending in conversations in various bars and things like that. I was at Pia's yesterday, then went to Old Orchard to watch the Phoenix Suns with the Milwaukee Bucks. The Suns on top. 118 to 108, and the Suns leading two to nothing. Uh, Devin Booker with 31 points uh, Sunday in Milwaukee, where the Bucks will feel 
a little more at home, let's hope. Uh, by the way, Chicago White Sox are at Baltimore with a 6.05 start on that game. The Cub Card Contest is a 1.20 start, again on ESPN 93.5 or US 105.9. John Deere Classic is going on, Stevie. Yeah. I know, uh, last I checked, Sebastian Munoz was on top of the leaderboard at 8-under with Chase and Hadley. And another thing that's been trending is uh, folks saying goodbye to Hall of Fame coach Gary Winicky, known yeah. for his work at the University of Illinois with track and field and and cross country. And there's lots of Unity Rockets chiming in, too. He was 83 in fight, a long battle with cancer. Yeah, Gary but, and Peggy Winicky, my mm-hmm. prayers are with Peggy and the family, but Gary is a, was just a great guy, friend of mine. Uh, had health issues the last few years, but just a wonderful man. And wow, what a track coach. Wow, what a track coach. Right. 848. Kelsey Furniture in downtown Tuscola sells Tempur-Pedic beds. What's it like? I'm going to tell you right now, Stevie, that that thing is the best thing I've ever slept on in my life. My wife and I both have said we've never had better night's sleep. And the people at Kelsey's were fantastic. Brian is the guy that helped us. You know, as much as I did my research, he has a world of knowledge about beds themselves. Oh, man, it's like sleeping on a cloud, man. Kelsey Furniture, downtown Tuscola. When your car breaks down, you realize just how much you need it. And when it breaks down, Beaumont Alignment Plus steps up. For routine maintenance like brakes, oil changes, tune-ups, batteries, and tires, you can count on Beaumont Alignment Plus. Bigger issues including alignment, suspension work, starters, alternators, transmission, requires specialists. So get to know Beaumont Alignment Plus for your vehicle repairs. With locations on Bloomington Road and Denison Drive in Champaign, you're never far from the help you need. It's good to know the quality service is still affordable at Beaumont Alignment Plus. Forward from Rastavi, Georgia, number 15, Georgie B. Hey, it's me, Georgie B. My last three years in Champaign have been amazing, amazing, amazing. But the fun doesn't have to stop. Get down to Game Day Spirit to find the exclusive Georgie B t-shirt collection. You'll be glad you did. It's always a great day to have a great day at Game Day Spirit, baby. Game Day Spirit, where Illini fans shop. Yes, sir. On Friday, July 16th, the Cardinals take on the Giants. And that night, 30,000 fans, 16 and older, will take home a unique Willie McGee bobblehead gnome. This special, one-of-a-kind item is sure to be a great addition to any bobblehead gnome collection. That's Friday, July 16th, the Cardinals, the Giants, and the Willie McGee bobblehead gnome. Get your tickets today at cardinals.com promotions. The St. Louis Cardinals, time to fly. The Cardinals host the Giants July 17th. That night, 30,000 fans, 16 and older, take home a white Paul Goldschmidt jersey, courtesy of Wells Fargo Advisors. Sunday, July 18th, it's the kids' turn. That day, 12,000 kids, ages 15 and younger, receive a kids' Goldschmidt jersey. Thanks to St. Louis Children's Hospital. Get your tickets. Cards, Giants, at cardinals.com slash promotions. Hey, fans, this is Paul Goldschmidt. Cardinals baseball, time to fly. Ensuring peace of mind, expanding business, building strong communities. Realize your financial dreams with Busey Bank. For more than 150 years, Busey's built a foundation of broad financial capabilities, vast knowledge, and close relationships that span generations. You can realize your best future. Busey's right beside you. 
Member FDIC. All right, quick weekend weather for you. Partly to mostly cloudy, high 77, 65, our low tonight. Good for the Farmer City Raceway. We've got a high 76 tomorrow, down to 66 with scattered showers and thunderstorms in the forecast. High 76, low 65 on Sunday with a rainy weekend ahead. 66 now, ESPN 93.5. Hey, could you tell me what aisle your car batteries are in? Sure, I'll go grab one for you. Here's your battery. It might be expired, but oh well. Also, the brand isn't that great, but it should work for at least a year or two, maybe. Anyways, I went ahead and charged you for it, and here's the battery. Okay, have a great day. Uh, what just happened? Sometimes good things are hard to find, but they're worth the wait. Make the trip out to Interstate All Battery Center at 2504 North Madison Avenue and get all of your battery needs taken care of by the trusted professionals. Give them a call today at 355-4855. Law Enforcement Official of the Month, brought to you by Pepsi Cola Champagne-Urbana Bottling Company. Family owned and operated since 1953. Amber Oberheim, the widow of Chris Oberheim, who the community has mourned since May 19 when he responded to domestic and we all went through all of that with the Oberheim family. Amber, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for coming in. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Tell people who Chris Oberheim was. Chris Oberheim was a family man first and foremost. He loved me. He loved our four daughters more than anything in this world. He was a servant. He had a servant's heart. He was an excellent baseball softball player. He was an excellent softball coach. He was an excellent police officer. And I mean, I could go on for days and days. But, but, but he loved being a police officer, didn't he? Why do you think he loved it so much? You know what? It was just one of those things that was kind of in his blood. He knew the law forwards, backwards. He wanted to help people. I mean, the whole point of Chris Oberheim was, you know, helping people and not their best day. Absolutely. The Flying Illini are coming to Rhino's Fine Sports Collectibles Saturday, July July 10, you can meet and greet members of that incredible season from 1989. Kenny Battle, Lowell Hamilton, Marcus Liberty, Nick Anderson, and Stephen Bardo will be available to sign autographs and take pictures. This is a ticketed event. For prices and details, go to Rhino's Fine Sports Collectibles on Facebook. Catch the Flying Illini July 10 from 1230 to 330 at Rhino's Fine Sports Collectibles in Muhammad. Yeah, it's the Banco Overhead Doors that's on Lake of the Woods Road, same building. That's right. And you got to be there tomorrow. I'll be there early if you're looking to buy some pictures. Charles and Fisher had texted in. Pretty pumped for Flying Illini Day. I have an old black and white picture of Lou Henson holding up Nick Anderson and yep. Kenny Battle's arms yep. in triumph. Signed by Lou many years ago. Can't wait to have Nick and Kenny's oh, autographs yeah. to complete the picture. Because that was when they, I believe it was after the Syracuse win that sent them to Seattle. I see. I believe that's what that was. What a great time. Yep, it really was. Well... Okay, we will be back on Monday. If, if you like any Friday. of the show, you want to hear yeah. it back, stevejay.com. Talk to an astronaut after 7. We had Mike Ditka, Brother Johnny, and, of course, we had uh, Chief Anthony Cobb. So with Brother Johnny, Mike Ditka, Anthony Cobb, and the astronaut, mm-hmm. dang, might Pretty be good show. going to listen again. Hey, thank you, Diane. Enjoy the weekend. You as well. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you very much. Thank you so much. We will be back on Monday, and we'll do this again. I am Stevie J. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed weekend. The St. Louis Cardinals and Stever are proud to offer fans a special ticket rate for the Cardinals-Giants series the weekend of the 16th, 17th, and 18th of July. For just $25, you'll have access to 100-level box seats. That's almost 75% off normal face value. To 
access this exclusive deal, visit cardinals.com slash Stever. That's cardinals.com slash Stever. Don't miss out on this great opportunity to catch a game at Bush Stadium this summer. And don't forget to sign up for Stever today at gostever.com. Go Cardinals! During challenging times, family and health come first. This is Eric Boland with Provident Financial Group. Many of us have spent the past year feeling a little bit out of control. There are steps you can take to help plan for a better financial future. Now is the time to take action and create a financial plan that's right for you. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or find us online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, I'm Troy Lands, owner of Lands Inc. You never realize how much you rely on the plumbing in your home until something goes wrong. A small leak can end up with a big repair if it's not taken care of right away. At the first sign of trouble, visit LandsInc.com. While there, learn more about plumbing, drain cleaning, and underground solutions. At Lands Inc., our commitment is to you, the customer. We look forward to having you be a part of the Lands family. I'm Troy Lands, and you can count on my company because you can count on me. Paxton Hardware and Rental, located at 525 Market Street in Paxton, offers a huge catalog of rentals. Whether you're looking for a contractor, a do-it-yourself project, landscaping help, wedding rentals, or even party and event rentals like bounce houses, manager Scott Allen has what you need. We have a really nice rental fleet. Our equipment we try to keep new, clean, and good operation, and at a super reasonable price. Paxton Hardware and Rental, 217-379-3611. You're going to get first-class, first-rate service here at Paxton Hardware and Rental. Do you want to do something nice for your family? How about the gift of time and less work? Introducing the Wash and Dry Club from Country Squire Cleaners. Every week, Country Squire will come to your home in Champaign-Urbana, Savoy, and Mohammed and deliver it back to your home three days later. Laundry done, 25 bucks a week for 25 pounds. The Wash and Dry Club, Country Squire Cleaners, Round Barn and Champagne. Call 356-9422 for complete details. 356-9422. Call today. Hey, kids, want to hear a scare? story it was a dark and stormy night and suddenly from out of nowhere a noise it was a company's hard drive failing after being struck by an IT disaster kids Where'd you go? It might not sound scary, but over 90% of small businesses fail within two years after being struck by an IT disaster. Let area-wide technologies in Champaign design a recovery plan for you. Give them a call at 359-8041. I'm Ben Quattrone, owner-operator at Sarah Champagne. I enjoy a good game like anyone else, but not when I'm buying a car. At Sarah Champagne, located in Savoy, we've got multiple franchises, and we're transparent, no haggle, no BS, no hassle, and our price is generally lower than anywhere else you'll find. We've always got 30 cars under $10,000. We have luxury models too. We do business a little differently at Sarah Champagne. Most of our customers really appreciate it. Visit sarahchampagne.com, sarahchampagne.com, and look at 500 cars. The dog days of summer are here. Maybe you have laundry piling up before your family vacation, or your garage refrigerator has conked out from the extreme heat. Go to Dick Van Dyke Appliance World for a brand new high-capacity laundry pair or a new fridge that fits that garage budget perfectly, all with a free 10-year protection plan covered by their in-house award-winning service team. Start your appliance shopping now at appliance-world.com. 
Com. Here's Michelle with her thoughts on the Long Branch Steakhouse. I had the filet with a salad, baked potato, and green beans, and the filet was cooked perfectly, had great flavor, and normally I only eat about half a steak, and I ate the whole thing. It was really good. I would recommend Long Branch to everyone. Anybody listening to the radio, go there. The food is so worth the money that you spend. The drive is worth it. Long Branch Steakhouse in downtown Gifford. Did you know that the largest security monitoring company in our area has been sold? You will if you try to give them a call. All of our representatives are currently busy. When it comes to your home security and peace of mind, the last thing anyone wants to hear is... The estimated hold time is 96 minutes. Don't be left on hold. Trust the local and family-owned company who have been doing this for almost 50 years. Trust Barcom. Give them a call at 217-679-2387. They'll actually... Answer the phone. Barcom Security. Have a secure day. Hi, I'm Habib Habib. We're back with John Maxwell's Live to Lead This Year at Die Hotel. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy your tickets. Let's get inspired and shake off the cobwebs from our brains after a very tough year. We will be in the new large conference room at Die Hotel Friday, October 8th. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy tickets for you and for your whole team. Every attendee will receive a copy of my new book that will be published this year. Buy your tickets and come and get inspired with me, HabibHabib.com. You're listening to WSJK ESPN 93.5.